Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 887. Do what you love for your career, and you'll never work a day in your life. I love what I do for a living. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am a revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Amy Shackleford. Hey, Amy, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm always ready to ride. There we go. And Amy is. Amy Shackleford, she's also known as Petro Girl, has combined her expertise in social media, sales, automotive, internet forums, event organizations, rallies, and logistics. She's the CEO of Social Bolt a company created to help others maintain their social media presence on the web. She's also the director of fun at Gold Rush Rally, an annual trend-setting celebration and one of the fastest-growing social events and lifestyle brands in the automotive marketplace. And Amy is also a partner at Exotics on Cannery Rose. If she doesn't have enough to do, it's an annual event that takes place on Friday during the Monterey Car Week events. I was there this past August. Awesome event again. She and her team created an ideal venue for companies to showcase their products and services to a demographic passionate about high-end automobiles and modifications. And boy, did you guys have a lot of people at that event. Holy cow. Just a few. I think 20,000. Oh my gosh, it was overwhelming. Well, Amy, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit more about your career, your many careers, and a very obvious passion for automobiles? Definitely. I chose to chase a career that involved my passion and and my love for cars. I have definitely an extra special love for exotic cars and started off uh, selling advertising on a forum called LuxuryForeplay.com and worked my way up from car rallies to my own company where we manage social media for strictly automotive companies to my latest endeavor, which is the Exotics on Cannery Row car show during Monterey Car Week which we also never expected it to turn out the way it did. It's been a huge success, not only for the automotive manufacturers and businesses, but for the community as well. So super happy about that show. Yeah, exactly. And you're very, very active on social media. I follow you on all the social forums. Uh, You just seem to be everywhere all the time. I don't know if you have clones of you or something like that. but I get that a lot. I get that a lot. People definitely ask me if I have clones. I just, um, it's almost, this is almost an addiction for me. I don't have to go to car shows on the weekends, but I choose to typically go to a two or two to four car shows every weekend. I just like being involved in the car community. It's it's, it's a great thing. I, I can't get enough of it. Well, and you're in the Los Angeles area, correct? Yes, which is the place to be if you're in the cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lots of car shows down there, that's for sure. Well, as we continue on your automotive journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra, something that has some meaning for you. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires smoking here on Cars, yeah? So, Amy, take the wheel. Definitely. I I have a very strong quote that I've learned being an entrepreneur and dealing with social media, and that is, success is the greatest revenge. (laughs) And I actually have that quote sitting on my desk because um, I've dealt with a lot of obstacles along my way through success. You know, people copying things that I do, our rally, um, you know, dealing with a lot of haters, which is a social media-infused thing. And instead of getting angry, um, and doing revengeful things, I decided to 
have my revenge be success. And so far, it's worked out very well for me. You know, I had a guest on not too long ago that said something akin to that, where he said, work really hard so your haters become the people who knock on your door for a job. And Very well, <laughs> yeah. very well said. Same, yeah. same concept. And, you know, especially when you work in the world of social media, it's just... Um, it's a whole new area of, of haterade, shall I say. So <laughs> haterade. <laughs> I've learned yes, haterade is something I've I drank a lot of every week. So Yeah, yeah. Well that's, that's- a better option. I, I think ignore is the best thing uh, when it comes to that kind of thing. Just roll on by because uh, usually that hate is coming from a place of um, immaturity, jealousy. Jealousy. There you go. <laughs> All kinds of ignorance. I always say people are brave behind the keyboard, you know. And I yes, was... keyboard warriors are, are growing by the day. <laughs> My mom taught me something very important when I was a child. She said, don't ever do or say anything to anybody that you wouldn't do or say in front of your grandmother. <laughs> and that's always that's stuck smart. in my head. Yeah. Very smart. And uh, truthfully, these keyboard warriors, when they see you in person, they will definitely not say the same things to you they said yeah. online because it happens to me. Way too many times. <laughs> yeah. Well, hang in there. You're doing an awesome job. Um, oh, just, I, I, I'm very... Uh, Thick is thick. My blood is thick now from dealing with that stuff, so I'm I'm good to go. <laughs> Our uh, summer motor oil is running through your veins. Well, correct. Would, would you share a story with us that instigated your passion for cars? Is there a pivotal moment when you look back in your life that you realize you were indeed a car gal? Well, for me, um, and I'll summarize this as quickly as I can. My my great uncles and my grandfather they built sprint midget race cars in the 30s and 40s. So I grew up around car passion my whole life, but I'd have to say one day that I just I went to a car rally, the start of a car rally, and I realized how much fun I was having, and I decided I don't want to push papers behind a desk anymore. I want to work around something I love. I want my job to be something I love, so I'm never really working, which I'm not. <laughs> the secret sauce to life is what you figured out. Correct, correct. I, I don't ever work. I don't, and I, I don't even, my vacations are all automotive based. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I understand my summer vacation was car week. So, yep, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Well, let's crawl under the hood and get our hands a little dirty. I know this is something you're not afraid of doing. You're a rough and tumble gal and you get out there and mix it up with the boys. So, awesome. Kudos yeah. to you. Thank you. I would love for you to share a big challenge or even a big failure that you faced along the way. We all as entrepreneurs run into these roadblocks. We drop a few wheels off the track into the dirt, maybe hit a wall. Take us to one of those times, walk us through it, but then tell us how that taught you so you could come out better on the other side. Sure. I think my biggest challenge is um, when you get the entrepreneurship bug, you um, tend to want to jump into many different things. And obviously, automotive, or excuse me, exotic cars are my specialty, but I wanted to jump into some of the other fields in the automotive industry. So um, we started a forum called Modified for Life and tried to capture the JDM market. And um, it basically sank within five months. And we realized that we needed to stick to one category in the automotive world instead of trying to capture each different group, whether it be the race car scene, you know, the muscle car scene. It's, it, I just learned it was a lot smarter to stick to one specific niche so that I could build on my knowledge in the industry. So that's something I definitely learned the hard way. This is an important part of this. Now, JDM, Japanese Domestic Market, is that what you're referring to there? Correct. Yeah, dealing with yeah the whole JDM cars and not even just JDM actually, just the whole modified scene, but mostly the JDM cars are, are who go for the modifications. 
Well, one of the takeaways I get from this, which is really important, especially for entrepreneurs and enthusiastic people, is uh, almost what I call the uh, the shiny nugget syndrome or the squirrel syndrome. Yeah, you see all these shiny nuggets laying around, and you think you can pick up them all and be successful with all of them. And sometimes you have to realize not to be distracted by those things and focus on your specialty and stick with your niche until you've really got it dialed in. Is that the big takeaway for you here? Correct. That is definitely exactly the way you just said it right now is what happened. And I learned the hard way that I need to focus on my niche, which is exotic and luxury vehicles. Yeah. Well, they're cool. So nice niche. Yeah, they're cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. Most definitely. Well, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share a career aha moment. Now, it seems to me you probably had a few of these because you're involved in a lot of really cool things, but they that that exotic car market kind of ties them all together. But is there a specific aha moment in your past that you could share? I mean, for me, I, I definitely have a couple, and I'll just give you two that stick out the most for me. And that was when we decided to take Gold Rush Rally, um, which is an annual luxury car rally that, that we do. We used to only do it for three days, and we decided to take a huge chance and go cross-country and switch over to seven days. So after putting that entire event together for a year, and the event taking place on the last day, looking back and seeing everybody, all 200 people who did the rally, happy with the results and no crashes, you know, nothing bad happened. That was definitely an aha moment for me because we knew we could make this rally bigger every single year, which we have. We are up to 10 days now. Wow. So, 200 yeah. participants or cars. 100 cars. Two, One, 100 cars, 200 participants. Okay. So there's two people in each car. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. I mean, the logistics. I them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're babysitting a lot of people with cool cars. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. And the funny <laughs> thing is a lot of them are, are, you know, I'm really well connected. A lot of them are friends or become friends. Yeah. So it's, it's it's a really great experience. But that and then, of course, Exotics on Cannery Row, the first year we did it, which was three years ago, we had no idea how big it was going to be. Yeah. We expected a thousand people and 15,000 people showed up. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I cried, you know, I was, it was amazing to me to see all these people there and families too and locals enjoying the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a great, it was, it's absolutely blew my mind. I left the quail that this past August and I was with Camilo Pardo, who has been a guest on the show. He's the designer of the I GT40. Know personally. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the guy, I, he likes wine. <laughs> yeah. I gave him a ride over there and yeah, I mean, trying to park was the biggest challenge. Like, where the heck could we park? But absolutely spectacular what you've done. But putting on an event like this, and Deb Pollock, do you know Deb Pollock? Yes, I do. Yeah. I just met her recently. Oh, yeah. Great lady. She was a guest here on the show. So she's a fellow alumni of yours now on Cars, yeah? Right. And she just put on uh, her second Drive for the Cure event where she's raising money for Parkinson's. And yeah, putting on these events is no small feat. I mean, you think about all the complexities and so forth. So I think it's great you took that bold step, expanded it to uh, further, longer, more people. I mean, it only can go up from here. So congratulations yeah. for you and the team. You obviously put yeah. together a great team. You can't pull this off. One person for sure. No, you can. It's 15 people and we're all very close. Oh, it's fantastic. Ah, sounds like so much fun. <laughs> it is. How about a proudest career moment? I would assume you've had a bunch of these with the successes you've had, but is there one that stands out you could share? I mean, I think for me, and you know, I, I don't do the whole female thing very often. I, I just like being a car person in the car community, but definitely I've gotten a lot of recognition stepping up and being a female in the automotive industry, you know, and taking that jump so that girls younger than me can also, you know, step in and do car-related things. That's definitely a proud moment for me, which um, 
I work with Lady Driven, which is um, Rachel Mills. She does a lot of stuff pushing um, female car enthusiasts. Mm -hmm. So definitely that's a proud moment for me showing these other girls that they can do this too. Yeah, as it should be. And, you know, I have a, a place on my website at carsyad.com where I have resources and I have a whole category on women because now I've got close to 75, 80 women on the show. And, and I love having women on the show just for that reason so that younger women who think, oh, cars, that's kind of a guy's thing. I can't get into that, but yep. I like cars that no, you can get into it. And here's another example. Yet another is Amy has done it. She's doing it and getting there, growing and, uh, the sky's the limit. So uh, kudos again to you for doing that for the young women in the world and even uh, maybe older women that want to change careers and think they could have never gotten into it. But they and can't. that's what I did when I was 26. I, I, I was a human resources director and I, I completely quit my job and started chasing this instead. So you can do it. Yes. Ah, oh, that's a great story. Well, let's have a little bit of fun, Amy, and go back in time and talk about your first really special car. That first car that you got that had real meaning for you. And maybe you could share a memory or two about that vehicle. Sure. I mean, um, I, I'm definitely going to have to say it was the my BMW M4. I, I had a 328i before, which I did love as well. But getting the M badge, you know, getting the M car was something I'd always wanted. I'm a huge BMW fan. <clears throat> I do not have a BMW now. I have an R, uh, Audi R8 V10. Ooh. But um, <laughs> yes, I do have an R8, which wow. I love very much. Uh, no but, kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's a little expensive, but uh, yeah. the M4 was 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 something I wanted so badly, and I loved that car so much. And in all honesty, I've, I haven't had it a year and a half, and I miss it so much. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. You know, I'm a big BMW fan, too. My listeners know I've had four M3s now. I still have my E46. And oh. when I bought my first E46 after a couple E36s, I all, I love Porsches, too. They're kind of my, my dream car, and I really wanted a Porsche, and I found one. I bought it, and about eight, nine months later, I ended up selling it and went back to the m three as a daily driver because it was just did everything. Track car, daily driving, it's I mean everything. It's it's every kind of car in one. And I'm actually gonna be selling my R eight and going back to an M four because ah, yeah. that's how much I like the brand. So then yeah. I'm also gonna get a nine nine seven GT three, which is oh. I'm on the hunt now. So <laughs> Yeah, oh. old, I want an older one, an older manual one, and yeah. I'll get the uh, M4. I want the D- DCT M4 for a daily. There you go. There you go. Ah, man, a lady after my own heart. You're <laughs> having some fun, my friend. You are having some fun. That's what it's all about. I can only keep a car for one or two years, and I get bored and have to get another one. <laughs> well, you know, that's part of the deal, too. It's fun to experience yeah. all these different cars as well. Well, how about seller's remorse? You may have already answered that question. Is there the one car that got away? Is it that M4? I, I, I think about my M4 every day. It's well, a sickness. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it's so obvious to all my followers on my social media how much <laughs> yes. I miss that car that um, everybody's just waiting for me to sell this R8 so I can get an M4 again. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a big, that's a big bold move going from a, an R8 back to the M4. But I, I, know. I understand why. It's the same thing. I had it. My Porsche was a, a C4S uh, 993 Porsche. And mm-hmm. this was years ago. And, you know, I thought this was going to be my dream car, but it just was not the right car for daily commuting, the commute I had. And yeah, I just had to go back to the BMW. And I do have an older portion now that's fun in 930. But, uh, uh, yeah, the BMW just, they kind of do it all. So can't. The M4 is an everything car. I can yeah. put it in comfort mode and be normal. I can put it, you know, in the M Sport mode and go crazy. I yep. can go in the can. Yeah, it's just yeah. everything. Yeah. So <laughs> looking forward to having a BMW and a Porsche in the garage instead of just one R8 V10. Hey, there you go. That's a nice, that's, there's a nice compromise for sure. Well, 
Yeah. Let's talk about today and tomorrow and the upcoming year here. What are you working on? All the different things that have you really excited and fired up. Well, next year is our 10-year anniversary for Gold Rush Rally, so um, we will soon be announcing our routes for next year. We announced it at SEMA, uh, where we pre- uh, we premiere our movie that we did, which covers the entire rally from the previous year. So we have quite an ambitious rally next year, so I'm looking forward to making that announcement, which I wish I could now, but I can't. But uh, that, and we have two other drives we do called Fuel Run throughout the year. They're smaller ones, and of course, Exotics on Canary Row are already planning mm-hmm. As well. So I'm also doing some side projects with uh, a few companies like Lexus as well. So looking forward to 2018. It's going to be a big year for me. Absolutely. Well, I'll be at SEMA coming up here. Well, as we're recording this, it's a few weeks away, but as this air, sh- this show airs, it's just a week away. So uh, you'll have to let me know where I can go and see this film that you're debuting. I will gladly send you an invite on your email. So there you, you go. Come. We'll have some fun and I'll report back to my listeners how great that was. And by then, we'll all know what this next route coming up for a Gold Rush Rally is going to be. So very exciting yeah. year. Can't wait. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Amy. If you were a car... What kind of car would Amy be and why? Um, I'm, I'm going to go back to my BMW M4 again. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why is because the BMW M4 is like me. It's a multitasker. It can do multiple things instead mm-hmm. of doing just one thing. And that car defines me as a person in so many ways. And it's funny. A lot of people call me, call me uh, an M4 all the time because <laughs> of my switch of personalities. Yeah, yeah, great, awesome. Well, nice answer. He put some thought into that. I appreciate that. Well, Amy, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom-tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim-weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast's dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. 
Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. All right, Amy, we are back, and we're entering what I call the last lap. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So you ready? Ready. Here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Buy used, not new. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's very, very wise advice. I wish somebody had taught me that many years ago. I'd have a lot more money in the bank, that's for sure. But, yeah, find a car that somebody's babied, like a car I've owned or maybe – Amy's own, and buy it from us after it's depreciated. Very wise words. Now, how about a personal habit that you believe has contributed to your successes over the years? Uh, I'm an overworker. I work too much. <laughs> I'm a super hard worker, and obviously owning my own business it definitely benefits me now instead of benefiting somebody else. Absolutely. Well, and you said before, you really don't ever work, so there you go. <laughs> That's true. I, I'm, I'm terrible. I don't stop working. Sometimes I work 18 hours a day and I just don't stop. I, <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> I understand. But you know what? That is the secret sauce to life. I've heard it from, well, 886 people before you here on Cars. Yeah. So yes. absolutely. Now, how about a resource? There are lots of awesome resources out there these days for everyone to tap into. Do you have one or two you could share with our listeners? I mean, I, I'm going to be completely open. And then what I do for a living is social media. So I basically live on Facebook and Instagram. That is my resource for everything. I, I go there to look for everything. Car sales, car people, car events, everything's on there for me. So I really, I don't even really go on too many websites. Yep. I'm strictly on Facebook and Instagram. There you go. I see you there quite a bit too. So I, believe <laughs> yes. I play in those arenas as well. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive field or industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? Oh, boy. <laughs> that put me on the spot. Yeah. I, I've been so lucky enough to meet almost everybody. I mean, I'd love to sit down and have a drink with all the Formula One drivers. Uh, that, that would be cool. You know, Jeff Hamilton or one of those guys would be yeah. would be great to have a drink with because I've never met them. Oh, that would be fun. Absolutely. And I'm headed to the F1 races next week, which I'm very excited Oh, about. lucky you. Maybe I'll make that happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll see what I can do. I'll put some phone calls in for you. How's that? <laughs> Thank you. Now, how about a book? Is there a book you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy reading? Um, I've, I have a few, few books I'm reading right now. I mean, I've been reading more um, guru-type books. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Ask Gary V uh, is a book I'm reading right now. I also have another book from Parnelli Jones. As a matter of fact, I am Parnelli Jones. That's the one I have sitting on my desk that I have to read. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Yes, my, my uncle's actually built race uh, one of his race cars a long time ago. Oh, so my gosh. So I went ahead and signed the book. Awesome. Well, very cool. Well, those are two great references. And I'll remind our listeners, you can find all these great resources Amy has shared on her very own show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Just go to CarsYeah.com. Type in Amy, A-I-M-E-E. Shackleford, and her page will pop up with all these links, including links to these books. All right, we're up to the checkered flag, Amy. This last question can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to make you clear out your garage. Well, tell you what, let me back up here, because what I do here at this part of the show is I offer any cool collector car you would love to have in your garage. I'll let you keep that 
M4, because that's a daily driver. We're talking about something special, unique, collectible, but I'm buying it, so don't worry about the price, but I want you to drive it, and I want you to enjoy it. So what would that car be? Oh, it's definitely a tie between a McLaren F1 <laughs> and ah. a Gullwing, but I'd still probably take the 300 SL Gullwing, just because to me, that car is the ultimate visual car. It's, it's just an incredible car. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, what a iconic car. But, yeah, those are two very different cars, too. And the McLaren F1's another one. They're two very different cars, but yeah. they're very iconic in the, in the car world. They're, they're legends. Both of those cars are legends. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What color would you like your Gullwing to be? Silver. Oh, classic. Uh, uh, silver <laughs> with red, of course. Okay, well, very nice. Well, that's what my M3 is. So, but um, Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. But it's not a going. So, wow. Well, I'll get to work. There's a few of those out there, so I think I can find you one. Well, at least the Gold Wing is a little more affordable than the F1. <laughs> well, you're right. You're right. Yeah, those cars have become, I think uh, on the cover of Sports Car Market, I saw they're up in the $16 million range now. So, yeah, I believe one sold at Car Week for Fourteen million, but they're, yeah, yeah, they're ridiculous. Yeah, I have a picture of one signed on my wall by the designer, and I cherish it. <laughs> well, when those cars were originally built, I was very fortunate and got to go and see where they were built and see them building those cars, and it was like an operating room. It just blew me away. Everything about those cars way wow. back when, and. I didn't have the money to buy one then. I don't have the money to buy one now. So it doesn't really matter. But think about if you could have bought a brand new one back in the day and just kind of wrapped it up. But I don't think I could have ever kept it in the garage. No, but I mean, the thing is, is most people that own those cars, they actually, a lot of them drive them, which is kind of cool that they don't put them away. They they drive them. They just did their event um, earlier this year and had quite a few show up. Yeah. Um, in Europe. Yeah. I was at Car Week probably five, six years ago with my son, and a guy pulled up in front of the lodge. The whole car was covered in bugs. It had Colorado license plates, and he had just driven in from Colorado for Car Week. And he let my son sit in the seat, and I've got some cool pictures. But I just went, you oh, know what the coolest wow. thing is? You drove this here from Colorado. That is pretty darn that is, cool. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. That's, that's the kind of, those are the kind of drivers I love. And yeah. that, that's what applied to to my car rally because we drive almost 3,000 miles. Wow. So these guys got to drive. <laughs> Very cool. Well, Amy, you've taken us on an awesome ride today. I knew you would. I'm so happy we got to talk. I've really enjoyed your story. So I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with me and the Car Show listeners. Could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that 300 SL going? Uh, one thing I will I tell everybody now is do what you love for your career and you'll never work a day in your life. I love what I do for a living. There you go. You're a lucky lady who has figured out what life is all about. And what's the best way for our listeners to follow along with all the different things you're doing? The best place to follow me is on my Instagram page, which is at Petrol Girl. I post a lot on there and I do a lot of Instagram stories when I'm at events on the weekend. Great. Awesome. Well, listen, listeners, I will make sure that all these links to all the different places you can find Amy are posted on her show notes page on the Cars Yeah website. Follow her on Instagram, Facebook, all the different sources. Check out her websites. I'll put them all there on her page. Amy, thank you for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people. But what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. 
For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. member, Finra Sipic. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!